Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to session three of Star Trek Aegir, a Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Modavius Entertainment. My name is ELH the Game Master, and joining me are a world-class set of individuals and role players. We'll get to meet them in a moment, but uh, I do want to do a few quick shout-outs of projects I've got going on in the works. Uh, the first is, if you haven't already heard, I have taken an old system of mine and revamped it to make Mermaids of the Depths. Uh, it is a 2D20 based system using the World Builders program that Modifius has going. Would definitely recommend picking it up. And uh, I won't get into it too much, but the cover is there for a reason. It's not just because of trying to get you to actually buy the thing because of sex sells. No, there's a reason the cover's there, which you find out later in the book. But, uh... That's getting into the weeds. I'll just leave it at that. And if you want to know more, message me on Discord. I'm happy to tell you about it. Um, other news is that actually looking at the calendar, I think last week I announced that we were off next week. Turns out that there's five Tuesdays in January. So actually next week, the 7th, we will be meeting. It's the 14th that we will be off. Um, so just keep that in mind that we are off the 14th, but then we're back on the 21st. Um other than that, I think we're ready to get everybody else introduced and we'll get started. So, uh, Randy, what do you got going on? Hello, everybody. My name is Randy, otherwise known as Dr. Nemesis. Uh, tonight I'll be playing the captain of the USS Ager, a Talaxian who's named Axelin. And uh, I'm also uh, available on Discord and a uh, staff member of the Changeling the Dreaming LARP Backbeat Ballad, which you can find out more about at backbeatballad.com. Very nice. Jeremy, what do you got going on? All right. Um, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing our ship's XO, Commander Dujan Roos, a former Borg infiltrator. And um, I have nothing going on in my real life, so listen to these other guys. <laughs> there. Peter, what about you? Hey, everybody. I'm Peter, or Petrus Aquinas, on Discord and the rest of the internet. Uh, you can also find me on the Drunken Dice podcast, Code 47 podcast, and occasionally at uh, Chaotic Good down in Lexington. Um, and I play Lieutenant Commander Vectan, the Vulcan Chief Engineer. And last but not least, Jeff, what do you got going on? You're also uh -oh. muted, because, you know, we're already getting that out of the way. <laughs> Has to be a tradition. Okay. Now that formalities are over. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Jeff, also known as Sunbag. I play your lovable, musically challenged, uh, Helmsman Lieutenant J.G. Rakin Esrall. I wonder why he's saying musically challenged. Surely nothing bad's about that. <laughs> You're just going to have to find out together, but let's get that intro video going.
And welcome back. So, something we like doing for all the Star Trek Adventures games on this channel is we like having opening logs. Today that honor falls to Lieutenant Junior Grade S. Rawl, and uh, I will not apologize for what is about to happen. So, uh, Jeff, if you would care to take it away. Health and Supplemental Log, Stardate 9000018.2. Adria is currently on warp sprint number 23 an attempt to lose the Borg Sphere. So far, each and every time we drop out of warp and attempt to perform repairs, the Borg show up exactly 44 minutes later. The crew is holding up so far, but it's only a matter of time before fatigue sets in, as both Alpha and Beta Shift have yet to be relieved by Gamma. Not that Gamma can't handle things, it's just that all hands have had to maintain combat readiness in addition to performing their normal duties. Holling has said that she can start injecting people with stems, but long-term use isn't a solution, and I'm sure that there would be some side effect eventually. And the QSD isn't safe to use until we solidify navigational computer data. The damage that Borg infiltrator did was pretty substantial, and we just can't trust the data there until it's verified. The captain provided his historical backup, and that helps but we absolutely need our systems operating at their best when we're using the QSD. Otherwise, we would explode into many, many, many tiny little pieces, and I try hard to avoid doing that normally. We have limited stores available of various resources, and at some point we'll have to find a place to set down and mine, extract new materials, all within the 44 minutes before the Borg arrive again. And I'm worried about the spores. They took a lot of casualties when that Borg infiltrator Roos infected them with his nanites. And they look like they're in mourning. They don't seem to be as peppy as they were before. And we have to get them reproducing again to get enough to make the displacement activated spore hub drive fully operational. Displacement activated spore hub drive. Dash. Dash. What a great abbreviation for a drive that covers vast distances instantaneously. Oh, side note, um, the Ode to Ricky song is progressing nicely. End log. May have one momentum for that opening log. Where we're going to start today's session is actually in the Aegir's senior conference room. It is right off of the bridge, just like we see on pretty much every other Starfleet vessel. And since this is the first time we're actually using it, what I'd like to picture is it's a round table. It's not a long conference table that we see in everything else, or it's not like a wedge like we see on Voyager. It is a big, almost like donut that you all sit at, or like a Taurus. Um, you can seat about 10 to 12 people, depending on how close you want to cramp together. And in the middle of the space is a holographic representation or basically any sort of heads-up display or any sort of data you need in holographic fashion. Um, so all of you, well, I think, Vecton, you're going to come in a little late, uh, but Roos, uh, Exilin, and Esral, you're all currently there. And the good news is that Astra, your ship's AI, has handled the coffee making. And she's actually finishing uh, the final touches on the current pot, and she announces... Well, gentlemen, I finished off what might be the finest pot of uh, Tellarite coffee. Would you all care for a cup? Uh, no, thank you, Astra. I'll have an Andorian chocolate milk with a bendy straw. A bendy straw, sir? 
Yes. Do you want it to, I don't know, go looping back on itself like six times and make a cool pattern? Is that an option? It is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Thanks. Good idea. Roger that. Funny fun straw for the captain. Uh, what about you, Commander? I'll have the coffee, please, Astra. Black sugar, milk. Black, please. Very good. And then uh, Esrol. Um, are you all right? You you seem a little bit twitchy. Um, I don't know. The, the coffee might not be a good idea then. I'll get you some tea, some nice herbal tea. Can that you use a bendy straw on that too, or? Do you want a fun straw too? I can replicate a fun straw. Okay. So. When Astra goes over to the replicator, she doesn't actually have to go to the replicator to replicate things, but she does it as a formality. Uh, when she comes back with a serving tray, uh, she has the uh, mug for Roos's coffee, which she pours fresh from the pot. Um, as for uh, the captain and uh, the navigational officer, um, she comes back with a teacup and a chocolate milk uh, glass. Both of them have, like, a fun straw that is in this shape of a Starfleet comm badge. So it is, it, like, bends up and then back around. And it just is the whole pattern. Um, but she sets it down in each each one of you, and then she kind of looks around and says, You know, uh, this is, uh, I could get used to this if it weren't for the fact the board keeps showing up in approximately 39 minutes. Yeah, that's actually why I called everybody here. He uh, looks at the little uh, Starfleet logo in his straw and says, Ad aspera per lacte? Huh? Huh? And uh, drinks a little bit of his milk. Um, so uh, I was hoping we could have Vectan here for this, but I want to get to the point because we're on a very tight clock and uh, so is the rest of the crew. Um, we have very limited supplies. Uh, display if you want to show our, uh, our current supply stockpile. We have tremendous numbers of critical systems that are being repaired by people that are well past their spoil date on uh, their current shifts. And uh, it would appear that we have uh, lost our first officer. So um, I have a proposition. If, um, if we can minimize the number of things we're doing without, I think we're going to have a better chance against the Borg. Uh, so, getting rid of this whole first officer gap might be our best move, as well as an opportunity to get some insight into the tactics of our enemy. Which brings me to you, Commander Roos. Um, before you were assimilated into the Borg Collective, I've taken liberty of looking through our computer records. You have a very impressive career in Starfleet, both as a commanding officer and an instructor. It is my hope that you would accept a field commission to be my first officer, thus providing us with some insights, some experience, and uh, perhaps some knowledge of how the Borg are keeping track of us? If you think that's wise, Captain. Well, I don't usually think about wisdom when I'm making decisions, but it does seem like a smart move. Then I will accept. Thank you, sir. All right. Well... Uh, it is going to be the responsibility of everybody here as a senior crew member to make certain that uh, the crew 
is capable of working under Commander Roost and taking orders from Commander Roost, who was, of course, until recently an adversary. Uh, do you anticipate any problems with that? Real Everybody quick. speak clearly now. Real quick, right as you say that, I think this is an excellent moment for Vecton to enter. Just walk in the room. Bendy straw. Slurp. What purpose does that serve, Captain? Um, it's fun. Fascinating. Just walk. I mean, theoretically, it might cool the beverage if uh, you were wanting it to be cool, but mine's already served cold. It works on the tea, sir. Wouldn't one just replicate it at the preferred temperature? Astra, thoughts? You know There's what? something to be said about I'm going to make an executive decision. I think we're getting off the subject. Uh, anybody want to relate to Vectan what I was just telling all of you? We have to trust the former board, sir. The captain has requested that I. The, the captain has requested that I act as Aegir's first officer moving forward. This seems like a logical decision, Captain. The experience that Captain Roos can provide would be invaluable to the ship. Absolutely. I've accepted a I've accepted a field uh, not demotion since I've been gone so long, but I've accepted a position as commander. There can be only one captain. Indeed. And you're capable of uh, getting your team and subordinates to take orders from uh, Commander Roos? I believe so, Captain. I have no issue with Commander Roos. Great. Well, welcome to the family. Uh, uh, the captain leans over and pats you on the shoulder and offers his hand for a shake. Or shake with the robotic hand. Huh. Um, so, we have a very, very tiny amount of time left. Um, do we have any thoughts on how the Borg are tracking us or why we're having to jump over and over to get away from them? Commander Vectan, you are certain that my cortical node is not transmitting. Is this we could, correct? We could examine it again, but Commander, it was disabled when I last observed it. Our Any reason you can't just shoot all that stuff out the airlock? Uh, part of it is still in me, sir. Oh, well, we would want to shoot that out of the airlock. I removed the primary body of the cortical node, sir, but... Part of Think it of it as if the subspace transceiver still exists, but the thing that would be sending, that, that would be generating the signal to be sent, does not. Yeah. Makes sense, I guess. I mean, maybe a little technical for my blood, but uh, I think I understand. So, what can we do about that? Let's assume it's transmitting in a way that we can't detect. I mean, I'm assuming scooping it out's not going to be an option. In this case, I do not believe so, though we could speak with your medical officer to verify this, or your medical team to verify this. It's right about then oh. that Master Chief Hylong walks in, and you see that she is just, like, full-on bags under her eyes, dragging herself along, and he goes, all right, I'm sorry I'm late. I'm sorry I'm yawning, Serge. I just, I've had to put so many people on stims to get us through the last however many jumps it's been. Um, I, I heard medical team, what's going on? 
Uh, we were wondering whether or not you could scoop some more Borg stuff out of our newly promoted first officer. Do you want him dead? N no. Okay, then the answer is no. I've taken everything out of him I can at this current juncture until his natural body recuperates and immune system kicks back in and all that lovely jazz. Um, not much more I can do on that front. Not without risking his well-being. Well, what about if we were to do some sort of scanny thingy and find out if it is broadcasting on a heretofore unknown spectrum? It's at this point that I'm trying to figure out who I want to have roll this. Why don't we have Victon roll this? Because technically you're the chief engineer. You'd probably have the most inkling in this regard. Uh, roll me a insight engineering. Uh, difficulty of three. You have one momentum from chat already. Thank you, chat. And I would say that your focus of quantum mechanics would be definitely in mind here. Okay. Um, I would like to use one momentum to have three dice, if that's right. okay with everyone. Yep. Works for me. Oh! oh. Well, well, I mean, we there's, got it. But... You did get it, but there's a complication. All right, so... This is going to be a little bit weird, but bear with me. So you pull out a tricorder, you run a scan of the commander, you look at your tricorder, you scan again, you get the same exact result. What you're noticing is that while the cortical nodes, traditional systems are offline, so the subspace transceiver, the way that it connects to the hive mind, all that is offline. You can verify that that is offline. However... The commander was an infiltration model on a very special Borg ship. And the same method they used to contact you on the mycelial network is present and active within the commander's cortical node. Captain. Commander. There, while I can confirm that the subspace transceiver is inactive, there appears to be a specialized subroutine in in the commander's brain that uses some form of mycelial connection to transmit and receive at least location data. Uh, I wander over towards uh, Commander Ruse and put my hand on his shoulder and say, well, there's there's nothing for it. We're just going to have to disintegrate you. Just kidding, just sorry. kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, well, what can we do about that? Is there a way we can maybe find out how that signal works and send a fake one? Send them somewhere else? If we were to do that, we would have to find a way to replicate the Borg technology in 44 minutes mm. and then send it on a shuttlecraft on a vector away from the ship. Who's taking notes on this meeting, Astra, that you? I've been taking notes this entire time, sir. Let's also, I would tell you that you have 32 minutes. Understood. However, uh, Captain, we could also attempt to fabricate a dampening field until we are able to disable the device. That might be better. Um... I am concerned about the impact of any dampening field that would suppress this particular mycelial signal on our already damaged stock of spores in the spore drive. Oof, yeah, that's why I bring it up a as a secondary option. Yeah, and I mean, I think, you know, messing with replicating Borg technology is a plan B option, largely because it involves having our computer 
interact with Borg technology more, which has already not been a great experience for us. Correct, Captain. No, but if you the dampening field would be on Commander Ruth and not with the the spores, right? My concern is, isn't the mycelial network? Isn't the I am not an engineer, nor am I a scientist. However, one would suppose that anything that can transmit and receive and transit on infinite range might not necessarily, a damping field that could affect that might not necessarily be able to be narrowed down just to the area around me. Yep. I may Five be points to Gryffindor, that's a very good point. Uh, in fact, that is sort of what I was thinking. Um, also, just this mycelial network, from what I understand, which is oh, whew, huge over my head, uh, is that it sort of exists everywhere. You know, it pervades all of traditional space, which means just because we see a force field or a dampening field or whatnot as over there and not over here, doesn't necessarily mean that our spores would feel the same way about it. But our spores have been we almost have super spores now the ones that survived the initial attack and built the the antibodies would do they have some type of ability to now i'm gonna have to call out some of your training now what was the number one thing that we drill into everybody's head at the academy about the borg they it rhymes with clapped they adapt. They adapt to everything. Ah. So yeah, there's no defense you can say, oh, that's ironclad. They're never going to get around it. I just, uh, I'm a little worried. The spores are a precious resource that we can't get more of, not easily. And they may be our only way home once we figure out exactly where we are. Vectan, you have the option of either spending a momentum. Actually, wait a second. You have ESP, don't you? I do. Would you like to give me a threat for a hint? <laughs> yes, I would. I will take Let's a thread use for that hint. mechanic. <laughs> All right. So it occurs to you, Vectan, that technically, if you were to use an ally of Cortenium and Viridium, that you might be able to create a sort of helmet for the commander, which would conceivably block out the signal to some degree, but. Um, it's not going to be 100%, and even if you do your best work on it, you would use up almost all of your stores of Cortenium to do this. Which, and our ten foil. Yeah, which, again, for those who may not know what Cortenium does, it's meant for the inner layer of warp cores, it's meant for support pylons, thermal isolation struts, warp engine framing, the type of stuff that you need to repair breaches on the ship. Yeah. Captain... It occurs to me that if we were to make an alloy of Cortenium and Viterium, I could construct a helmet that would sufficiently dampen the transmission of the signal from the commander's head. It uh, would, however, exhaust our supply of Cortenum. Well, our Cortenum's not going to go very far if we have to keep uh, operating on this 45-minute pattern. Do you think that's going to work, uh, Commander Roos? I mean, you're the one who's going to have it strapped to your head. As you indicated, sir, I am concerned about the adaptability of the protocols that are currently operating within this implant. While it may be successful in the short term, I do not see it as a long-term solution. 
Well, at least for the next jump, I would really like to get that clock to go a little higher than 44. Let's make this happen. Can we do it before the next half hour? Astra, how much time? Uh, approximately 29 minutes, sir. 29 minutes, Vectim? I believe it is unlikely, but I shall endeavor to do so. All right, well, let's do it carefully and not hastily, and we'll just have to use it to jump after the next one. Everybody have their orders? Everybody know what to do? Yes, Captain. I'll All report right. to the bridge, sir. Dismissed. And uh, I'm going to open a quick shipwide channel because I just love commun communicating with the crew. Okay. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Uh, we are 28 minutes estimated from our next encounter with the Borg. I know that we're going to get away with them because we have a great crew. And good news, the senior uh, bridge officers have come up with a plan that should extend the time it takes them to find us for a while. It may be a temporary fix, but uh, it should give us enough time for a shift change. So everybody, just keep on keeping on, and we should be able to uh, get you relief as soon as possible. Excellent out. Captain, as you're leaving the uh, conference room, you realize that Hylong is literally asleep in her chair. She is completely out. She is just catching some Z's. I walk over to her. Shh, shh, shh. I shake her a little bit. Hello. <laughs> and she like jolts up and she pulls out a dagger from her waist and goes, what's going on? <sighs> Please don't kill me. Okay, it's just you, Captain. Okay, she puts the dagger away. Just me, just me. Um, Go on to your quarters and take a nap. I've just appointed a new command or a new first officer. I think he and I can handle your station and mine. Okay, sir. Um, no offense, but um, have you thought what the enlisted might think of a new first officer? I have. Okay. Um, but our uh, our contact with Starfleet's personnel re and uh reimbursement system is a little bit uh, limited right now, so I have uh, only the recruits that I've got. Alright, hey, fair enough. If you Just... happen to spot that stowaway from uh, intelligence lurking around in one of the Jeffries tubes, though, send him my way. Will do, sir. Uh, just doing my duty as both chief medical officer and chief of the boat, so, you know. Go take a nap. Okay. Alright. Oh. Um, you do know that while I'm off duty, it's the EMH that uh, is in command of sickbay, right? Don't worry, I'm going to go down there too. Okay, I, I respectfully, sir, I'm not going to say what just came to mind. I'm going to go to my quarters. Good call. Okay, how hard can it be? Uh, I head over. I, I look over at Ruth. Oh, yeah. By the way, ship's yours. You get the bridge. Understood, oh, wait, sir. Did you want the sickbay post? No, sir. Okay. Well, yeah, me neither. So I'll go ahead and do it. Um, so yeah, I head to sick bay and attempt to be the world's worst nurse. All right, we'll and, get to uh, you. EMH, I guess Astra is the EMH technically. She well, technically the EMH and Astra are separate entities, but Astra can do the same things that the EMH can do. All right, well then I will be the EMH's uh, junior, 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 junior candy striper. Nice. With my medicine of one. So we've got a lot of projects moving at once, so I'm just going to go through order. Let's start with Esral. Esral, where would you be, and what are you working on? Um, as I'm leaving the conference room, headed back to, we only got 22 minutes, so i got to get back to my, my station. I am going to call up Astra. Okay. Astra appears in her little fairy form and says, uh, yes, Lieutenant? Um, have you checked on the spores lately? Have they have we uh, got any The more? last 206 times you've asked, they're doing fine. Do we have any more? 
You do have 1% more than you had the last time you asked. Now, what was different between the, the environmental conditions? Was it the mood music we were playing? Is that what you call it, mood music? Well, I don't know what spores like to listen to, so I'm, I'm well, running Well, whatever a, it is you call loop. the ode to Ricky, I don't think they care for it. it that's a test. Did anybody else hear it? Um, I believe some ensigns walking by ah, the spore crap. chamber did wonder if there was a loose banshee on the ship. It wasn't that bad. Well, I was running it through a whole bunch of different filters. So I didn't know what frequency spores like to listen to, so I kind of had a, a broadband effect to try. To, so I must have hit some that they like because they increased. That or they're good trying news. to break containment so they don't have to listen to it anymore. One of the two, sir. But it gets more spores. So that's good. But isn't it technically cruel and unusual punishment? If we lose some, I guess. As you say, sir. Um, anything else I All can right. help you with? No, no. That was it. I, I, I appreciate it. Do you have any hints on how to improve the song? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Well, for one, I wouldn't put it to Old MacDonald Had a Farm, but we can okay. talk about that later. Is that what that song was called? I believe so, yes. It did? Okay. No problem. I'll, I think I can make it work. I'm trying to keep it to a, a, a Terran song that people would know because, I mean, Boolean songs, that many people. Yeah, in the future, it's, it's called Ancient MacDonald's Farm, so. Mm. And as uh, as Thrall and Astra, as you float away, we just hear Astra say, well, what I would recommend is there's this band called uh, Dragon Force, which I find does some tremendous metal work that you might want to rejigger the uh, Ode to Ricky. Ah, okay. As that's happening, we're going to go to Vectan next. So Vectan, uh, by my count, you have 27 minutes or thereabouts. Do you want to zero in on the helmet? Do you want to focus on repairs? Um, I will zero on the helmet, and I will have the rest of the engineering staff focused on repairs. Okay. Then we're going to handle this in an extended task, and intervals of time are definitely going to matter here. Um, as a reminder, every extended task that you do... Uh, takes two intervals of time unless you spend a momentum or a threat at the very beginning before any rolls are made to reduce the interval to one. Now, the work track is going to be 14. Uh, the magnitude is going to start at a four. The difficulty will also start at a four. Um, I am going to say resistance of one because you are kind of working under pressure and you uh, probably haven't gotten a whole lot of rest. Um, and I am going to say in terms of intervals of time... You have eight intervals at the moment, and all that is in chat if you need it. Um, I would say that since you are building a helmet from scratch, this is probably a daring and an engineering, which I know, again, is your superpower stat, um, but quantum mechanics would still be a focus in this regard. Okay. Well... But well, the good news, you have Miracle Worker, so... I do have Miracle Worker, so that does help. Mm -hmm. And by my count, you have one momentum at the moment. Okay. 
Well, I would like to use the momentum to roll third die. Okay. Focus applies. Remember, it is a difficulty of four to start. Maybe some threat? Yeah, can I give you two or three threat for another die? It'd be two. I'd gladly take it. Okay. Let's do that, just because I have a tendency to roll badly. All right. Here we go. Wow, Holy that is cow. seven successes, meaning you get three <laughs> momentum back. Well done, bringing you up to four. And yeah, um, way extended task works is it's two plus your skill, so that's seven challenge dice, please. Hopefully. Okay, do you want to spend a momentum to re-roll those blanks? Yes. Okay. I mean, you just got a bunch of it, so... And you did just get a momentum from chat and another complication. Thank you. Thank you, Mars. For both of those. Yeah, <laughs> so equally. That's Thank you. Three blanks, right? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Okay, so let's. Okay, yeah. so good news. You actually achieve uh, five work done after resistance. So you have Miracle Worker, which counts as two breakthroughs, which means your magnitude is going to go down to a two, your difficulty is going to go down to a two. Um, but the intervals of time, since you didn't spend to reduce the intervals, you are now down to six intervals of time remaining. So narratively, what this looks like, and feel free to modify this, but what I'm imagining is you go to your stores of materials, you break out the injection molds, you break out the replicators, and you just begin crafting, because someone said it in chat, and I love the mental image, almost like a Magneto-esque helmet that uh, Roos can wear. Um, and you've got the basic shape of the mold done. All you need to do now is melt the materials down, make sure it's dampening correctly, things of that nature. But it only took you maybe 10 minutes to set this up. Nice. Yes. But yeah, do you want to try again? And then we'll move on to someone else? Yeah, yeah let's try it. again. All right, same thing. Difficulty of two this time. Okay. Let's still do the one momentum just to get that extra die. Okay. Do you want just to reduce gotta... time? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Four successes. You get your two momentum right back. And then, yeah, if you roll at least six on your seven challenge die... You complete this extended task with uh, quick head math with 13 minutes to spare. Well, well, again, you could spend momentum to reroll those blanks. Well, I just got one, so let's try. Why not reroll everything but the one effect? I mean, that might even work out better. Or do you want to hoard those successes? Well, the effect also counts as one. So? Also, Roos, you are, I don't know if you're meant to be muted. Ah, yes. Um, so I need a total of seven, right? Yeah, you need seven. Or no, sorry, you need six on this. Six, so I need two more. Mm-hmm. Could probably get two with the four blank die, that dice that we have. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so you did? Why don't you describe how masterfully you complete this helmet? All right, so obviously I did that other bit in the first, like, 10, 15 minutes. Um then he's going to uh, finish plasma cutting the metal and, and forming it to the right shape and then he is going to uh, spend like an extra minute just to polish it up you know pride in his work 
um, which I know is illogical, but he's just doing that there. Um, and then add a little bit of metal framing on the edge to kind of look like the the Ian McKellen version of the helmet, I guess, just to... Add a curiosity to complete the mental image. What colors? Red and purple, obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... I am going to put uh, red trim because of the the collar, and then the helmet itself is going to be um, a, a dark gray, almost like a silver, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I love it. All right. So we'll have you interject where uh, the commander is in a moment. But commander, as all that's going on, what are you doing on the bridge? If you are on the bridge. I am on the bridge in the uh, in the center chair, mm-hmm. boning up on uh, the 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 ship systems that I might not have necessarily had access to view before. Okay. The experimental systems in particular. Yes, and just to highlight those again. So what you would immediately see is that you have an ionic spinal lance that runs underneath the saucer section of the Aegir. Um, you have a complement of tetrionic torpedoes. Uh, might come in handy, might not. And you also have an experimental captain's yacht known as the Proxima. And finally, if you so need it, the Aegir is equipped with an ablative armor generator as well. And I'm looking over the personnel files of the, of the people on the bridge. So why don't you give me a insight and a command here at just a difficulty of one. And I would say that your focus of infiltration or coaching and instruction could apply here. Either one could apply. All right, there's the one success we need to see. So, uh, what you're going to note is a good thing. None of the bridge officers currently on duty uh, have had family members or themselves been attacked by Borg. However, you are going to note that among the enlisted personnel, especially those on Gamma Shift, um, there are a number, let's put a general range of about 10 to 20 individuals who have been, let's say, heavily affected by the Borg in their past. I'm going to make a note of that, and I will speak with them the next time at, when things slow down. Very good. Uh, anything else you'd like to accomplish before Vectana uh, emerges with your crown? No, I, th- I think that'll pretty much take up the. I mean, I, I'm my. I'm also going to try and think about way, the ways I can motivate our current bridge team to uh, help us. It can just be a flavor thing because I will be doing direct tasks at some point. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, Vectan, you emerged on the bridge with the helmet. Let's play that out. Commander. Commander. I have completed the dampening helmet. It appears so. Indeed. I would I would like you to try it on to see if it fits and also so that we may observe some of the dampening effects. Whip open a tricorder. All right. So I have complications from chat. I've got two of them. So I'm going to immediately spend one complication. We never get a hard feeling of what it's like for a board to lose their cortical node, or at least when it happens to seven of nine, it's always overblown. But what I'd like to imagine, Rose, for a moment is you're not quite 
there. Like you're about 85 to 90% there, but there's about 10 to 15% where you're like in a fog where just suddenly your thoughts are just not as fast. You're not drunk. You're not high. It's just that you're not processing at 100%. Uh, that's complication one. Complication two is that Vectan, your helmet is built a little bit too good. And when you go to scan, the tricorder <laughs> scan is blocked by the helmet. You can scan the rest of the commander, just not the helmeted part. I frown a little bit. <laughs> if I may ask, sir, what are you experiencing at the moment? Excuse me, Commander? Have Please you noticed repeat. any change? This is an unsettling sensation. I believe I'll, I will get used to it in time. Fascinating. I am unable to detect anything, but I believe the helmet is functioning as it is supposed to. That is the, but that is, uh, we'll see how it works. Thank you, Commander. We will indeed. Experiment is only as good as the data that it produces. And I turn around and leave. Nice. Nice. So uh, after Victon leaves, I think uh, the ensign sitting at ops just kind of looks over at the commander and goes, "Are you are you quite all right, sir? You look like you're you're having difficulty staying awake. Is everything all right?" I'll be fine, ensign. Thank you for your concern. Of course, sir. And uh, though you didn't ask, uh, my name is uh, Ensign Wachowski. Um, honestly, sir, from what I understand of your time at the academy, it's uh, it's a complete honor. And what position is the ensign sitting at? Uh, ops. What shift is this? Uh, this is technically beta shift. Are we? Are we actually doing? A, do you want me to do a spreadsheet of all the personnel? Because I'll happily make one. I love these those kind of spreadsheets. Oh, either that, or I mean, he the Roos would would be clocking this as uh, as it goes on. He would make all a right. note of it. Right. We'll talk offline then. We'll Mentally. talk offline, and we'll get a crew roster going. Um, all right, before we do the uh, effect rolls, or the challenge dice rolls to see how well the helmet is dampening, whether the board show up on the mark of 44, let's go to the captain for a moment down in sick bay. So, Captain, uh, when you arrive in sick bay, there is a senior chief that is cradling his arm. Um, it is obviously dislocated, very similar to Chief O'Brien when he would always walk into sick bay with something wrong with his arm. Uh, but the senior chief kind of sees you walking in and immediately stands up and salutes with his good arm and says, uh, Captain, sir, um, sorry, I, I was just waiting for the Ooh. nurse. Ooh, at ease, buddy. Uh, yeah, it looks like you're, uh, you got a bum wing there, huh? Uh, I, sure. I'm yeah. kidding, your species doesn't have wings. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be filling in as nurse. Uh, activate emergency medical hologram. Do you want Astra or the emergency medical hologram? Let's do the emergency medical hologram. Astra's got enough uh, on her plate. Robert Picardo shows up and says, please state the nature of the medical emergency. Uh, crewman, what's up? Well, um, I was working on a conduit on deck three when uh, it buckled and, well, I, I can't really move my arm. And the EMH immediately produces a tricorder, moves over, starts scanning and says, ah, a simple dislocation with some torn ligaments. Recommend injecting a few cc's of pain sedative 
and uh, this is going to hurt a little bit, but let's get that injection going, and you'll be fine. Uh, and the well, EMH kind of looks around sickbay. Um, where is the Master Chief? Oh, uh, been relieved. Uh, fatigue. I'm going to be taking over that position for a while. I'm a little bit inexperienced, but don't worry, I'm a very quick learner. I would like to offer the uh, GM a threat to activate mm. my widely traveled talent. Mm. As a Talaxian, I've been all over the place, and uh, I've got many f uh, skills that are buried deep within. On mm. this one, I would like to... Uh, I would like to capitalize on the fact that uh, long before I was a member of the Academy, I did experiment with some Ferengi street drugs, and uh, I have uh, an illegal pharmaceuticals talent. Okay. I didn't, I didn't see that one coming, but okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, the doctor looks at you, or the EMH looks at you and says, do you know how to load a hyperspray? Oh, yeah, and um, I see that we've got some ingredients that I can uh, put together for a nice painkiller, like you said, and I mix up what would essentially be a recreational dose of painkillers, uh, probably vastly beyond what a person would need just for an injury, uh, and just put it right in a hyperspray, like, really, really effectively, like I've done this before. There we go, that ought to do it. Yeah, I'm going to have to mark this on YouTube later, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead and, uh, for shits and giggles, give me a control and medicine difficulty of two. All right. Because, yeah, fun fact for those who don't know, whenever you submit a video to YouTube, uh, you got to mark whether you talk about drugs, even in a joking context. So that's fun. Oh, no. Sorry. Nah, you're fine. Uh, start, you, start calling you Captain Complication. Yeah. Goodbye. You don't even have to roll it to make come up with your own. <laughs> we did my talk about spore sex. So. Mm -hmm. With my focus of street smart supply here. I'll give you street smarts. How about illegal drugs? I would also give you illegal drugs because it's <laughs> fun. Right, well, because I'm be, uh, Talaxian being of many talents, when more than one focus applies, I get to reroll a d20 if need be. Noted. So, mm -hmm. Let's well, see. I would you're like going to need reroll that reroll. Assuming you're going to reroll that 19. There you go. There's your two. All right. So you mix up this hyperspray. You're 99.9% .9 sure that it will not zonk out the senior chief. And the okay. EMH just kind of holds out his hand and says, well, give it here. I hand it over. There you go. I'm killing it at this. I have no idea what you've just handed me, but you're the captain. Injects, <laughs> injects the senior chief, and the senior chief says, oh, wow, you know, uh, I do feel a lot better, sir. I mean, See, I'm a little bit concerned to... that there's, like, pink elephants in the background now, but I Oh, totally good. normal. Just make feel... sure that if they say anything to you, you ignore it, okay? Okay. Um, and it's at this fail. that uh, Robert Picardo, the EMH, kind of goes behind the ensign, or the senior chief and goes, very well, well, you're distracted, and then he does the pop back into socket kind of a thing, <laughs> and uh, the senior chief barely flinches and goes, oh, Thank you. I can move my arm again. Thank, thank you both. Um, is it okay for me to be on duty with the elephants? Oh, definitely not. No. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, you probably should take a day off. Yeah. Well, you're of the captain, so I suppose if you're saying it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, if you have a biometric scanners on any of your personal belongings, they may not recognize you for another six hours or so. That sometimes happens. I'm not sure why. Okay. Um, interesting. 
I'm gonna go before they start talking. All right, have fun. Say out of the elephants for me. Okay. All and right, as, doctor. As soon as the senior chief leaves, um, EMH just kind of turns to you, Captain, and goes, It would be remiss if I did not raise an objection to the captain mixing illicit drugs for his crew. Was that technically outside of Federation protocols or something? It is without the ethics that one would normally uh, normally expect. Oh. Okay. Uh, sorry. Noted. I will put that in my uh, mental notes. And uh, next time I've got to concoct something, we'll, we'll work on the recipe together. Sounds like a plan. All right. However, I will be telling the Master Chief that uh, you did commit a breach of ethics. Oh, that seems reasonable. Yeah, sure. Very good. Okay, it's at this great. point that we're going to skip ahead to the 44-minute mark. And just so that I know where everybody is, is are all of you on the bridge for when the 44-minute mark happens? Or where are you all in the ship? I'm definitely going back to the bridge. When I before I anticipate the Borg returning, yes. Okay. Bruce, I'm assuming you're staying on the bridge. Yes. And right, 43 Esrall. minutes and 30 seconds, I'll call red alert and shields. Fair and enough. I will uh, definitely leave the EMH on in case anybody rushes into sickbay while I'm out. Okay. And then, uh, Vectan, are you in engineering or are you in sickbay? Or not sickbay, on the bridge. Um, I will be at the engineering station on the bridge so that I may also observe Commander Roos in case there's any change with proximity to the cube, to the okay. sphere. So. You already finished the helmet? Wow. Nice work. Thank you, Captain. Alright, so the way this is going to work okay. is Roos, you're going to be rolling me a fitness and a command here. Truly your power stats. And I'm trying to see if you've got a focus here that would apply. Uh, I don't think you've got a focus unless you want to pitch uh, maybe infiltration uh, because this is basically you trying to resist your cortical node reaching out to the Borg. Like, I don't know that there's a good focus you have for this unless you've got a, got a pitch for me. No, I mean, because there's not... I don't... I didn't take a strong-willed focus mm -hmm. and I will I, indicate that uh, I will send you a message oh yeah go ahead go ahead but I'm gonna roll it and then I will send the message okay all right fair enough um difficulty on this will be a four to start with and uh we'll just sort of see what happens I think I'm gonna spend three momentum spending three momentum for the additional die all right Well, you get three successes. Uh, do you have any way to re-roll? Oh, you have... Well, it's cautious security, so that won't help you yeah. there. Uh, trying to think. Crisis management, I don't think that just gives you direct. So you have I mean, the I option can, of yeah. either determination or you can succeed at cost. I will, I will succeed at a cost. Okay. Very well. In that instance, what you're going to experience is almost similar to... 
Trying to figure out a contemporary example that would come across. Almost like there's a sharp pinprick in the back of your neck where it's like someone pinching your nape or otherwise, you know, like scraping oh, it with a sharp implement kind of a thing. Before we, before we jump in, would you, do you, would you feel that this would come into play? Oh, uh, actually, the yes. thing is. Yes, actually, that I'm glad you highlighted that. Yes, so actually, you succeeded and you gain momentum. Okay. So, amended that. I have a that. cardiopulmonary strength, strengthener, which okay. it, which gives me a an advantage or reduces difficulty on endurance checks. Yep. Glad again, glad you highlighted that because that definitely applies. So you're still going to feel that same scraping mm-hmm. needle sensation, but it's going to be significantly less than what you would have experienced in the complication. Um, and what this is going to mean, so I'm going to pick on Peter. Peter, I want you to roll me, let's see, your command was four, reduces the Borg dice down. Peter, roll me four challenge die. And if any of them are effects, the Borg show up. The Borg do not show up. The clock ticks to 45 minutes. Oh. Oh. Very nice. I will remind the captain that this is a success of one and that we need multiple successes to prove that this is, in fact, an effective Correct, correct. And, and keep the red alert going. Everybody maintain stations. But, you know, quietly do a little dance. Yes. This is very encouraging. Also, Captain, this is not simply a passive. This process I have discovered is not purely passive. Uh, Explain. Part of the timer, part of the, the reason that this is 44 minutes is there is a timer that sends a ping periodically. That's all the routine does. I have found that I can resist it with the help of this helmet. But it is not a trivial task. It is physically taxing. Okay, okay. Um, tell you what, I think your number one duty priority right now needs to be doing that then. I can walk you through some uh, Klingon breathing exercises that might help. In oh, I believe, it's, I believe it's past, sir, but... It, it, when the period each time the period ticks over oh so you have to resist it then but then you don't have to just go on resisting indefinitely that is my current understanding oh that's okay okay I think we can work with this all right all right so um Astra start a second clock ticking this uh this 44 minute overage because we know roughly when we're gonna have to resist this again and Let's do a shift change. Everybody, get to your department and see if you can't rotate out the people that are most fatigued, rotate in gamma shift, and let's get some people some breaks, okay? Respectfully, sir, I would request that you do the same. Oh, I'm fine. I'm just going to go over to sickbay. Not a lot of work going on down there, so. Respectfully, sir, I would request that you do the same. Are you in a loop? No. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's all right. Don't, don't worry about it. 
I will make a presence command check to attempt to I direct say, the if captain. You want to make a, if you want to both make a presence command, we'll make it a test uh, contested and difficulty one. So it's really just whichever one of you makes the most momentum here. Would, would negotiation work? Yeah. So diplomacy, negotiation, persuasion, you both have a focus for this easily. Uh, street smarts or starship track uh, tactics make any sense? Uh, I'll give you street smarts. Sure. Okay. Uh, All right. Two successes from the captain. And I'm going to spend the momentum. Spending momentum. <laughs> love it. Love it. I'm using my focus of coaching instruction. That'll work. Three successes, oh. Captain. I am going to give you the advice that you do bow to the whim of your new first officer. Oh, yeah. Don't make me start quoting. Don't make me start quoting regs, sir. All right. All right. You win. I wrote some of them. I should not have promoted you to first officer if I wasn't prepared to listen to your advice. Good point, good point, good point. See you in All 30 right. minutes, sir. Absolutely. I'm just going to go to my ready room. Uh, I go nap in my ready room chair and hope everybody comes out okay. Now, before we go to break, let me go back to Esral for a moment. Because Esral, since I have threat, you're going to get a message from Astra who's going to, again, appear in her little fairy form above your shoulder. Um, okay, uh, did I appear too suddenly? Do I need to warn you next time? Or It's, it's probably just uh, long hours, but... Well, okay. Sorry. I, yes, uh, I don't really have good news, but you remember how I said the spore count went up by 1%? Yeah. Yeah, we're down no. by about 3% now. No. What happened? I don't know. Nothing changed, but there's less spores than there were 30 minutes ago. Oh, no, 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 no. Even Shall I, I alert the math. captain? Um, he just went to to go lie down. He needs to take take a nap. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let Commander Vecton know, because I have an idea. There's only been one major change that could affect the mycelial network. You don't think the commander's implant... Yeah. The helmet, somehow, that's blocking it. Or it's impacting it, and we can't afford that that rate of... Oh, They're man. protesting the Ricky song. <laughs> I turned it off. They weren't listening to it this time. That <laughs> must be it. They're protesting it stopping. <laughs> they need more Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as you're dealing with what to do next, that's where we're going to take our five to ten minute break. We'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. All right, and welcome back to part two of session three of Star Trek Aegir. If you're just joining us, well, it turns out that apparently the infiltrating Borg, now known as Commander Roos, has a bit of a spore problem. And what I mean by that is apparently there's a spore connection, or at least a connection to the mycelial network embedded within his cortical node, which cannot be removed any further without risking significant damage to the commander. And right before break, uh, S. Rawl was informed by Astra, the ship's AI, 
that apparently there was a notable, notable decrease in the amount of available spores within the spore containment facility located on deck four. And we're going to resume right there as Esral, you've just been told this. You've just come to the realization that the commander might be involved with this in some way. How do you want to react? Um, I'll call um, Commander Roos, do you think I can have 15 minutes away from my post? I have something I need to talk to uh, Commander Vectan about. Very well. I'll see you in 15 minutes. Thank you, sir. Commander Vectan, to JGS wrong. Do you have 15 minutes to spare? I can make, I can spare 15 minutes. Things are, I'll, I'll meet you at your location. Of course. Where are you? I am en route to engineering. I will meet you there. Turbo lift. I will wait till he enters the turbo lift and then reach out to Vectan and uh, Exo to Vectan. Vectan here. I believe that uh, Lieutenant Esrell wishes to speak with you. If it is something that concerns the ship, please ensure that I or the captain are kept aware. Of course, Commander. If it is relevant, I shall relay it. Thank you. Out. Now, Esrell, before you arrive at engineering, you actually get the fun turbo lift, the one that plays 20th century elevator music as you transit throughout the ship. Nice. Pretty much, yeah. Just that smooth that airport jazz almost. Girl from Ipanema? Where is Ipanema? <laughs> Somewhere in anyway. Italian. <laughs> anyway, you both arrive in engineering as, uh, yeah, how do you want to proceed from here? Now, one, I guess one bit of flavor I'll say is that, again, engineering's all nice, sleek, and shiny because brand new ship. Maybe there's even a few consoles with the protective, like, film on it. Um, but... The crew uh, is definitely taking a much-needed break. The Alpha and Beta shifters are moving off to give Gamma time to come in. Um, so it's a transitionary period right now. So there's all sorts of personnel coming and going through engineering right now. Lieutenant, if you would step into my office for a moment. Yes, sir. I would um, imagine that I have a small closet of an office right next to yeah. the main engineering. There might be a problem with the spores and... The EXO might be the reason, and the helmet might be the furthering reason. The helmet may be acting as a catalyst for whatever influence he is exerting on the spores. Exactly. Um, I've been, Astra and I have been trying to, keep, we've been keeping track of the spores and trying to see, encourage them to reproduce, and we were up 1% at the last jump, but just before this one, when the helmet was active and it nullified whatever signal commander was processing, we lost 3% of the spores. So the act of negating the signal in itself produces a signal. Possibly. That's or the lack of the signal, it causes some type of feedback loop into the mycelial network. It's like, like you said, it was a case of one, but can we afford more cases when the spores are involved. With the limited supply that we have, it would behoove us to... If we got the product, 
the reproduction rate up. I don't want to lose any, but... It is not, as the humans say, in my wheelhouse to encourage spores to reproduce or to allow them to be reproduced. I'm trying everything I can. I'm trying to research more about it, but... Well, if you are able to come up with anything, Lieutenant, please let me know. I'm, I'm just worried about if the helmet is on. Was it the helmet? I will run was a it, few more scans. I will it, return to the bridge is, and is he, confer with the... Is he still any Borg? Not in any meaningful sense, Lieutenant. It's just that, I don't know, I'm becoming very protective of the spores. And the damage he... I know it sounds weird, but there's something in there. Something in where? You've heard about people who stare long into a warp core and they feel the spirit of the engine, the spirit of the drive. I believe I heard some engineers speak of it. It seemed an illogical emotional response. I I know that's the thing with with Booleans, we do that, but there's something in... But with the, the spores as well, it's like a lava lamp type thing. If you kind of look at it, and you can kind of... It's Perhaps soothing. I shall try to stare into the spores when I have a free moment. But it's... And also... But that's, that's, that's just where we're at. It's, but I got, I got to get back to my poster. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Lieutenant. I shall... I just don't know how to proceed from there. I shall proceed with this information. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Turbo left. You don't get the elevator music one this time, unfortunately. Yeah. I roll a secret challenge dice in real life to see when you get it. So... <laughs> um, all right. So I'm trying to think who we want to tackle first. Because, Captain, you're in the ready room doing... Uh, Sleeping in your big chair, Rooster on the bridge. I don't know, Victana or Saul, which one do you want to go first? Um, let's do some Vectan. Okay. So, Vectan, how are you tackling or approaching the helmet situation, as it were? Um, well, I am going to run through the sensor logs to see if there was any sort of subspace or quantum shift okay. um, in the vicinity of either the bridge or the spore storage array. Okay. Um, so that's going to be an insight science for you, and the Aegir will assist you with a sensors science. Uh, the difficulty on this is going to be I was going to say three, but I've also got some threat, so I'm going to spend some threat and make it a four. Okay. Evil. Mm-hmm. Listen, you gave me threat earlier. I had to use it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got an assist from the ship, so you now only have to get three more successes. Okay. And would my quantum mechanics would still focus apply? Work here? Would still apply. Okay. Um. You also got a momentum from chat. Thank you, chat. Oh. And you also got a complication and from we, chat. Thank we got chat. the we got the tuber. Okay. Um, I am going to use that momentum. Okay. If you don't mind to get a third die. 
if that's okay with everyone. Oh, yeah. All right. So, insight science, focus, three dice. There's your three you need. So, Vectan, what you're realizing is that there is a strange feedback loop that's occurring. The composition of the helmet is, for whatever reason, causing a bit of an overload in Rus's cortical node. Now, it's not life-threatening, but since he communicated that there was a physically taxing sensation, you can surmise that the sensation he felt, whatever it was, um, is probably because of this feedback loop. So if you can eliminate the feedback loop, you can fix the problem. Now, whether or not it is the reason for the spore count going down, that you would have to give me a momentum to ask that question. But you don't have any momentum, Which so you'd I have to give me threat. Have. Um, I would like to do that if that works for the, for the rest of the crew. Oh, yeah. So, yes, uh, by spending that threat to ask the question, does this affect uh, mess with the spores? It does, and it's the same sort of sensation. You guys are almost on the right track, but it's one of those things where the spores and the mycelial network is connected to everything on the network at once, and there's kind of a, at least as far as I've been able to understand, if you injure or otherwise cut off part of the network, there's a reverb throughout the network. So... Since the spores have been, quote-unquote, juiced up from the infection, they are feeling that ripple effect of the cut-off, if that makes sense. Interesting. Okay. Now, whether or not this ripple is going to continue, or if it is just a one-time event... That you don't know. That, that you're going to have to go to someone who's a spore expert, or you're going to have to go to a chief medical officer who might know more. Okay. Alright. Well, I am going to probably head to... Well, the doctor is asleep, so I shall go to the resident expert of spores. Oh, congrats. It's Lieutenant Junior Grade Esrol, yeah. who is going where exactly? Back up to my station. I got five minutes to Back get there. To the bridge, yeah. Nice. Right. Okay. So, I'm gonna say you arrive three minutes early before your 15 minutes are up. Welcome back, Lieutenant. Thanks, sir. And then five seconds later, Vecton steps off the other trouble lift that leads to the bridge. Commander. 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 Lieutenant, I have further information that I need from you. Yes, sir. Commander, you will also need to be privy to this information. Lieutenant, you brought it to my attention that the there appeared to be a possible connection between the helmet and the reduction in numbers of our spore count. Yes, sir. I have determined that there is, in fact, a possible connection. We will need to... This is in part why I'm here, is to determine whether or not that is exactly causal or simply related. Okay. I have determined, Commander, that there is a quantum resonance issue with your helmet that will need to be rectified to prevent a feedback loop 
that is causing both the discomfort and potentially the issue with the spores. Understood. Options? Oh, good. The option at the moment is that I will reconfigure the helmet. It does mean that I will have to remove it from you for a period of time, which could potentially put us in tracking distance of the Borg Sphere once again. I check my internal chronometer to see how long is left on Captain Nappy Time. Captain Nappy Time, about 15 minutes. What's the... What is the... Can we wait another cycle? Without knowing the full effect that it has on our spore drives, stores, I believe that it is... It is within tolerance to wait, however, I defer to our expert on whether or not it is prudent. Lieutenant? We were only able to get... Prior to the last jump, we were able to increase spore production by 1%. And when we act, when we activated the helmet and we went past the last 44 minutes, we had a decrease in 3%. Decrease in production or decrease in population? Population. Will a further 3% degrade the spore drive's operability significantly, materially? From where we are now, no, because we can't operate her now. We'll wait one more cycle. That'll be acceptable. Be ready. We'll get started immediately after the, after the timer expires. Here's a silly question. Why do we have to wait the the, the time? Why don't we just warp earlier? They will be able to find us wherever we are. But that's still a further distance they would have to go. I would prefer... we are not currently aware of the location, Lieutenant, they could simply drop Mm. in on us at the moment that they would become aware of us. That's my concern. We must act as if they will appear immediately as the timer expires. Understood. Helm's ready. We got course plotted. I will retrieve my quantum resonance tools and return to the bridge. I will do it as close as possible. Thank you, Commander. And, again, and yes, we will do that here. Understood. And I turn around and I leave the bridge. Okay. Hey, you get the 1920s uh, elevator music. There you go. Yay. <laughs> Bechtan is, he raises an eyebrow, but he is unamused. <laughs> so, Captain, you wake up from your beauty, beauty sleep. You see you've got about eight minutes before the next 44 minutes is up. Anything you want to do before you step back out on the bridge? I asked for any uh, breaking news. Well, uh, the senior chief that you dosed earlier is uh, currently writing a novel, or at least he thinks he's writing a novel. He's uh, actually scribbling notes on what appears to be a Cheetos mac and cheese recipe. Yeah, yeah sounds about right. Anything That's... else? <laughs> um, the EMH has filed a report with the chief medical officer stating that he questions your ability to mix chemicals within sickbay. 
yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, there are some whisperings regarding the spore drive, but my understanding is Esral, Vectan, and Rus are handling it. Oof. Okay, well, I better go check that out. We don't need any more problems. Oh, and also, unfortunately, I am to report, sir, that uh, due to a computer error, that the 64 patterns of crazy straws that I originally had at when we set up from Space Dock, I have taken an inventory, and that number has decreased severely to a grand total of five. Oh, well, okay. Well, just, uh, I guess we'll rotate them? That sounds acceptable. Yeah, they'll continue having a little variety. Okay, dopey. Thanks. Astro just wakes right. out of existence. Hopping over to the bridge, my bridge, because I'm the captain. Pretend like I know what's going on. All right. Ah. Walk onto the bridge. Captain on the bridge. Everybody stands Thank up, you. salutes, etc. Yeah. Everybody at ease. Let's not do that every time. Goodness gracious. Understood. Uh, report? Ship systems are nominal. Something going on with the spore drive? The spores themselves, sir. So what is it? Um, we lost 3%, and I think Commander Vectan can fill in the reason why. I am not on the bridge. Bridge oh. to Vectan. <laughs> Vectan here. Commander, the, the, the captain has returned from his, from his uh, rest. Could you fill him in on the specifics of our situation? Of course, Commander. Captain, the helmet that I devised for Commander Roos appears to be causing a quantum resonance feedback loop, which is causing the reduction in number of the spore population in our storage containers. 3%? By 3% as of last count. Mm-hmm. Any idea if, why? Currently, the only probable cause is the feedback loop in the commander's helmet because it is connected to the mycelial network has some sort of translationary effect because of the mycelial space connection. Oh, wow. Those spores get everywhere. Evidently. Okay. So, so is our situation that we have to choose between having the helmet work or having the spores work? Currently, the commander, the lieutenant, and I are working on a solution in which we can have the helmet be repaired in order to limit the feedback and to prevent the signal being sent to the spores to reduce their number. It is oh, unclear awesome. at this time if that will function properly, but it is, as you say, worth a shot. Oh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Indeed. All right. Well, you know, I'll stop interrupting you. Get, you get to it. Let me know if there's anything I can do to expedite. Yes, Captain. Back 10 out. Sir, we'll commence this operation at the beginning of the next cycle. Yeah, we are awfully close to our deadline, aren't we? Assuming that the yes, timer has changed. Nope, timer is uh, just a holographic display right above the view screen, and it's just ticking down. All right, let's try a quick mock bra exercise, see if it helps. Huh? So what you want to do is, and I just kind of give a couple, like, you know, meditation, breathing, self-focus technique pointers from my, so, uh, from my initial early mock bra training. Very nice. I am familiar with this and will follow along. I was going to say, because if you didn't follow along, the the rest of the, the bridge crew are going to be like, okay, Captain's being weird. Um, but if you follow <laughs> along, I think some of the uh, some of the bridge crew is indeed going to 
not fully meditate, but they're going to take some of the pointers like deep breaths, you know, long stretches, things of that nature. And we'll just see if that helps him with his uh, his helmet concerns. All right, so Rus, if I remember what we just did uh, before break correctly, um, this is going to be another fitness and command from you. The difficulty is actually going to go down to a three, but thanks to chat's complication, I am going to make the complication range in 18 to 20. Okay. Love the... Okay, so (laughs) I would like to make this a diff one. Okay, I'm using your talent, or, or... yeah, it's still a talent because yes. it's a board game plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing works. You can always give me a threat for a third die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Live there dangerously. Yeah, that's what you like to hear. Oh, All right, well. well, that's three successes, meaning you get two momentum right back. And um, I'll tell you this, if, let me put it this way. So your base success means that Peter is rolling four challenge dice for the Borg, right? If you spend momentum one for one, you can reduce that down to two if you were to spend both momentum. What are your thoughts? Because my other thing, because my my other uh, option was going to be spend the two momentum to create an advantage to help... um... Vectan's follow-on check. Uh, that would also be a good thing. It's just really whichever you'd prefer to do at this point. It so happens that my, uh, you know, we could hand wave it away. It just so happens that since I wish this to happen, my the implant's adaptivity is going to help me resist. And uh... I mean, my vote's for the advantage because we don't have a PC science officer exactly. Um, so us gaining information that helps us investigate is always a really helpful thing. But that is merely by vote. I think both ideas would be very beneficial. So there are no wrong answers. I'm fine with it. So. The advantage or the one for one? Uh, I, think the, the advantage. I think the advantage. Yeah. But like I said, I don't, I don't think either way would be a bad idea. Okay. I will. I will then create the advantage. Okay. Okay that uh, my implants are going to start working synergistically with with uh, Vectan to adapt in the way that I wish them to adapt. I like it. Because I'm very strong-willed. I'm very in that case, presence. Peter, four challenge dice. If I see any effects, the Borg are going to show up. It was, it was definitely there are two <laughs> effects. So, <laughs> no. two you tears. do... You do have determination, which would technically allow you to re-roll these die. It's it's one of those weird edge cases of determination, but if you want to blow it here, you could re-roll those too. What do you think? Uh, Well, I don't think that you have another viable use for your determination during today's session. No, probably not. It's not my determination to spend. So. Um. Well, let's 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 re-roll that. Okay. I'll use all that right. determination. Um, do Everybody I roll intent. all four or just the two? Just I'm going to say determination. You can re-roll just the two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are determined to guess. <laughs> 
Fate has spoken. Fate spoken. Yeah. So the, unfortunately, oh, no. Thing. oh no, that's a veteran. That gets yeah. Better, no. Right? So roll veteran. You could see to get if you get your uh, your determination back, and this is yes. where you're not going to roll an effect because that's how the dice work tonight. Yeah. No, don't get yep, it back. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So you already were at red alert, but now you are definitely like warning alarms are sounding because on the view screen is a Borg sphere coming at you hot. Whoa, battle You're station, guys! Uh, kind of need my chair. I say to Russ. <laughs> no, the minute you came on the bridge, you got oh, out okay. of your chair. He went to tactical, actually. I dart over to my chair and sit down. Battle stations. Ensign, I think I might do more good here. Uh, of course, sir. And steps out of his what? Out of your way. Helm, prepare to get us out of here. Engaging. All right. How much power do you want to spend now? Narratively, what you have been doing every single warp jump is you have been spending ten power to get away. Do you Oof. want to spend ten power again, or do you want to go the extra mile and spend all eleven? Just so I understand uh, mechanically. Yes. Uh, how long? How long can we keep up? 45, 44 minutes, ten power. Forty-four minutes, ten power. Like, are you producing enough power to make up for that? The good news is hard? yes. Uh, thanks to your improved warp drive, you are gaining back power, but it is taxing your reserves. It's not something you want to be doing for like a week, if you catch my meaning. Yeah, I don't want to spend any extra power on this uh, personally right now while we're sussing out the ins and outs of this helmet solution because we might need this power for something if it goes really, really wrong. Um, that is my opinion, though. Powering back. Half so, of it? Odd question. Yes. Do I believe that this implant is still transmitting, or do I believe that it is only capable of transmitting on the cycle and only the ping? Oh, right. I guess that would be a very valuable thing for me to say. You do feel that sharp pin perk again right at the 44-minute mark. So it is... But is it, does our do advantage it, help us figure out any more info on that? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. So it oh, okay. is transmitting on the band you're thinking of, and that transmission is presumably what's causing the issue mm -hmm. with uh, your spores in containment. Yes, but do I think it's only the ping, or do I think it is transmitting more? Oh, I see what you're asking. Uh, just the ping. Okay. Because otherwise I was going to be like, well, I'm going to go lock myself in the brig now. <laughs> yeah, no, it is literally just the ping, thankfully. But yeah. Uh, how much power do you guys want to spend? Helm, right now, let's just keep our power expenditure under 10 units. Tactical, can we give them some phaser fire to see if it'll break off their pursuit or at least slow them down? We can, sir. I don't have high hopes, but hey, you never know. So, seven, seven power, leave enough for one reserve and then a couple for weapons. Well, what I, mean, I would I highlight is that uh, whenever you spend power to go to warp, you roll one challenge dice for each power spent, and every effect you roll is a power you get right back. Yeah. So I say ten towards the warp and I mean I, I don't want to expend any resources on the weapons thing I figured it was just you know a yeah. something to do because I don't think it's going to have any effects it's the Borg the other good news is that technically this is a um, 
a control and a con assisted by the ship's engines con, and a difficulty of zero because you're just going to warp. So let's see if you get momentum, and then we'll go from there. I got the engines con. All right, control con. Okay, one from the ship. And this is a difficulty... Zero. Okay. Okay, so you get two momentum for your troubles. Now, uh, Sral, since you're the one that is going to warp, roll me ten challenge die, and every effect means you get power back. All the effects. See if the, yeah, see if... Large, law of large numbers comes into play. Well, that'll get you two more, so you'll be up to three. Do you want to spend a momentum to reroll those other die? Let's do one. Okay. So we will one, two, three, four, double, and eight. Easier to count the other way. Math. Okay. So it looks like your total number is going to be four power uh, by this maneuver. So, narratively, you guys jump to warp. You start gaining some distance on the Borg Sphere. I have enough threat that the Sphere is going to attempt an attack against your engines. So, they are at a high difficulty here. Um, but we'll just sort of see what happens. Uh, let me see. How much threat do I have? Got enough to give them one additional die. But again, it's like a difficulty four that they've got to hit here. And with a 47, yeah, that's a 13, an 18, and a 16. They don't have enough successes. So they fire a few green lances across your bow and across your stern, but you continue to eke away until even the Borg Sphere at its maximum warp is unable to keep up with you, and you get away cleanly. Well done, Mr. Esrell. Borg Sphere, out of, Borg Sphere beyond weapons range. Commander, how are you feeling? Is the helmet further interfering with your cognition or causing you issues? I don't believe so, sir. He says, as he's he's probably he probably has a nosebleed. Good, good. You do have a nosebleed, though, so you might want to get that looked at. Chief Engineer to the bridge. Vecton, you arrive. Elevator music plays behind you as you step onto the bridge. Do, do, do. This arrived. is why this is why I prefer the red uniform. He says as he wipes his nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they've gone through a couple of incarnate or iterations since uh, last you wore one, I guess, huh? Hmm. Well, red as opposed to ops. Oh, also that. Astra appears next to Esrol. Nobody tell him about the brown pants. <laughs> What's your uh, humor setting right now, Astra? I can tone it down if it's too much, sir. Let's tone it down like 1%. 1%. 1%, I. I would like to okay. direct Astra. Okay, <laughs> what do you want to direct Astra to do? No, 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 no. And nothing to do with humor. I literally want to give her a directive. Okay. I, w I wish to have her analyze the prior Borg encounters. Okay. And I would like to have her give us basically an optimal position of the ship so that if we, if the Borg do pursue us at the next tick, I want to be lined up for a spinal lance shot. Easily Ooh. done. In fact, she not only plots the course and sends it to Esrall to punch in, but I'm going to let uh, Esrall, if you want to roll a control in a con and get Astra mm -hmm. to assist you uh, with her insight con, 
difficulty of zero, let's get you some momentum. And I will spend a momentum on that one. Basically, I just want to take this opportunity to be able to just really hammer them the moment they drop out of work. All right. I like it. Well, there's a complication on the field, which is going to be fun. But uh, Is there? See. Oh, that's is right. Is there really? You, you you have the warp core thing. All right, mm. let's let's see. Let's see. I'm I'm, I'm due. I'm, I'm I'm due. That's that's what you need. That's what you need to ignore the effect or the complication. What complication? And and then Astro needs to roll potential. Oh yeah, untapped potential. Go ahead and roll that. Let's see if you get momentum or threat. Okay, I get a threat. Thank you. Hmm. Um, oh, well. And again, Astra is a uh, insight and a con on her part, and she always has a focus. I don't have her up, but I can bring. I've got her. Okay. Okay. No help from there. So yeah, still three successes mean you're at a total of four momentum. So yeah, when you exit warp, you basically do it like coasting backwards, like you flip the ship around and coast backwards, and you line up based on where the Borg always vector in from, you are at an optimal firing range for the Spinal Lance. Are we relatively confident that we've got that thing working properly? It cost us a lot last time we tried to use it in combat. I think I can handle it, sir. It is functioning within normal parameters, Captain. I would like to direct the engineering department now. Okay, what do you want them to do? Well, actually, I don't. I may not have to do this. I want them to get. I want them to use this time while Bektan is busy tinkering with my head accessory mm-hmm. to uh, get us more power. Okay. Yeah, they'll start some power uh, regaining tasks there. We'll have that going on in the background. But yeah, Bektan, very important role. Uh, this is going to be a difficulty of five. It will be Ooh. a control and engineering, and your quantum mechanics would still apply here. Oh, actually, instead of directing engineering, can I direct him to do it? Uh, oh, because you want to use uh, presence command as an assist. Um, I would say yes, but what I'm going to tell Peter is you only get one source of an assist, even if it's coming from direct. So. Oh, oh, sorry. Who else would be assisting him? That's Peter's call. Who else do you want assisting you? Um. Well, stat-wise, would it be better to have... Bruce or Astra, since those would probably be the two. It's a 16 with a focus for me. I don't have Astra stats in front of me. Yeah, it looks like probably Astra doing you. a control engineering would be at a 14, but she would always have a focus if that matters. Yeah, I have a, I have a relevant, I have coaching instruction. If I'm going to be coaching him through tinkering in my brains. I yeah, and meanwhile, I can order engineering to do the power. Yep, that'll work. Okay, so let's let's do that then. That'll work. All right, yeah, so, Rose, you're assisting with a presence engineering on your part. A presence... Uh, a oh, wait, presence command, because if you're if you're using the direct, it's presence command. Yes. Okay, so can I use, I guess, all of the momentum to use... I have dice? no problem with that. I'm going to... Because it doesn't do me any good. Well, it would be, for four dice, it would be three momentum, so you would have one remaining. Okay. You got a success from Russ, so that's good there. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh. That is seven successes, meaning you get two momentum right back. Yeah, Vectan, you're a miracle worker today, because not only do you fix the helmet when uh, you put it back on Rus, Rus, 
the brain fog is gone. It is just you're you just have a headpiece on now. Oh, and the helmet treats you now. You know, because I'm greedy. um, Did the advantage was the advantage um, baked into that difficulty? um, It was. Yes, it was initially a six. But because you made the advantage, it came down to a five. All right. This is much better. Excellent. Oh, glad to hear it. Uh, captain to engineering. Uh, this is engineering. Go ahead, sir. This is the captain. Uh, the first person to get me a little extra power beyond our projections gets to trade quarters with me for one night. I got a nice, comfy memory bed. Well, sir, uh, I'll see if anybody goes for it, but we're doing our best to restore power as is, sir. Short of getting everybody on the ship on energy bikes, I don't know that we can regen it any faster. Let's see. Uh, and I attempt to direct them. So I'm just trying to think here how we want to handle this. So do a presence command difficulty of one here. Okie dokie. Would uh, negotiation or starship tactics apply? Either would apply. So I guess that means you have the chance to re-roll if need be. Uh, I am of many talents. Mm -hmm. Well, two successes. You get a momentum back. And yeah, um, engineering reports they'll break out the energy bikes. I was going to say, just to, just to, my, my comment actually during that, knowing that the engineering crew would overhear me was, was going to be, um, Astra, what is our current, what is our current inventory of energy bikes? Well, uh, we've got about 14, which the engineering crew are currently requisitioning. Excellent. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that they were going to come up with some brilliant, you know, cut the Gordian knot solution, but, uh, if it's bikes, it's bikes. Um, I, per, I, I note in the Astra note in the log whoever is uh, quarters I'm trading with tonight uh, very good sir uh, shall I have your wet bar restocked what can't we just lock it well that's what I'm asking sir do you want me to lock it or do you want them to use it <laughs> uh, let's lock it if they figure out a way past the lock it's you know it's good for them you know they've earned it I had the bendy straws every one of our engineers now has a focus in lock picking <laughs> you know, if they put the energy bikes kind of jack up the back end, they could go faster like they're going downhill. Mm. <laughs> well, you just did get a momentum first... from chat and a complication. Yes. So Have I created the first uh, Starfleet Zumba department? I mean, kind of, yeah. You know, the there's... Zumba drive. There's just literally going to be a room, like an old science room that never got fully built, and you're just going to have all the energy bikes in there, and you're going to have, like, jazzercise exercises in there or some such. Oh, my lord, we just used our modular laboratories for bikes. (laughs) Our Peloton lab, yeah. Fair enough, okay. Oh, I love it. Flexing my leadership muscles. Yeah. All right, well... Here's how we're going to play this out because we are nearing our our stop time and we do have one final thing we've got to handle before we can call this a session is with the helmet working properly. No role is required to resist the ping. The ping is handled. There's no further damage to the spores. Um, However, there is still a chance the board can show up. With your five momentum, you could spend four of it to completely negate all the challenge dice that would be rolled. And I would say that that would complete 
uh, the severing of the connection, meaning that as long as you spend this momentum, the Borg can't do this trick again. At least mm-hmm. unless they get your helmet off, in which case there's a bigger problem, but you know. My only concern is whether or not we need to save momentum to get a grip on the spores. Like, if they do anything unexpected, like still go down in population. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do y'all think? I mean, it, it seems like the Borg are still our biggest threat, so getting rid of that would be the best use of our momentum. Yeah, destroying that cube or the, that sphere makes me feel good. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, it's is that you fun. also have the option, since you are lining up the spinal shot, you could wait the 44 minutes, create advantages, and try and blow up the sphere. Or, you know, there's a lot of different ways you can spend the next 44 minutes. It's just... It will be very difficult to convince Axelin that that's a good idea, because in his opinion, the capture and assimilation of our vessel would be perhaps a doom for the whole galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if we think we can take them I would I would rather get away than destroy that that sphere because I I'm super super concerned with you know if things don't go well for us and we get captured we might be handing the spore drive right over to the board which would be uh, horrible. Well, you guys tell me what's the play? You haven't even checked on the spores yet. All right. Uh... Let's make this contingent on the situation with the spores. What uh, What is the population right now, Astra? Situation unchanged. Neither decrease nor increase. All right. No, I'm going to have to put my foot down here. I'm not willing to risk the ship, even if we think we can take the board. Understood, Correction. Sir. Decrease. One percent. Better. All right, senior officers, we're going to handle this democratically. You know my vote. Have we established a causal relationship between the... No, I think we just strongly suspect one. At this point. Yeah. Still learning about them. So do do we ambush the Borg while we think we've got the upper hand? Or do we do everything we can to just distance ourselves from them? And in either case, we're risking different outcomes. One case, we might lose more spo- enough spores that uh, we cascade and the population just goes away. In which case, we might be stranded far from Federation space. Or do we fight the Borg, risking them having some sort of trump card and assimilating the vessel, thus giving the Collective the ability to teleport around? I still think that we should not we should not engage, but at this point, I I don't think that this is a one man decision. Lieutenant, your thoughts? Oh 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 wow, wow sir. Um, you're I, our expert on spores. I agree with the captain at this time. Um, still too much unknown about what the the Borg have. Like you said, they could have a trump card we don't know about, and we still don't have enough in our hand yet. Mister Vectan. I believe at this point that keeping ourselves out of reach of the Borg would be the most prudent course of action. If we are able to avoid their sensors in a way that we can permanently avoid them, then we can address the spore issue after that is dealt with. All right. Sir, I recommend that we continue to attempt to evade the Borg. 
All right, and just so that we've got it on record, I'll ask our uh, chief medical officer slash ship's uh, chief. And uh, you just kind of hear some shuffling in the background as Hylong slaps around her night table trying to find the combat. Either shoot the bar or run. I don't care. I'm going back to sleep. Thanks. Good night. Okay. And just snore. We could call that an abstain. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think we uh, good decision making. Let's let's engage a an escape course. Okay. So and it's five momentum. You said uh, four momentum to completely negate the uh, Borg ping, and in fact, what that's also going to get for you, Rus, is uh, you no longer feel the print prick at all. Like it's not even activating any longer. Your implants, as you have said earlier, mm-hmm. have adapted to your will. They've adapted to service me. Exactly. <laughs> now, you're still probably going to need the helmet for the foreseeable future, but mm-hmm. I'm not locking you into it, if that makes any sense. You know, it's going to be terrible having to shower in that thing. They'll figure it out. But, mm-hmm. last uh, last little scene of the game, uh, at least for tonight. So, Esral, you do your check-in with the spores. And uh, the numbers have stopped going down. And in <sighs> fact, there's a little bit of an increase. Not much. Oh. 0.003%. There is an increase. They're checking the, the, the temperature, the lighting. Is it any different? Is it all, has it been stable? A little is very it... white playing in the background. <laughs> you know, getting in the mood. I mean,. I haven't had time to come down and check on you all in a while. This is this is great. You guys are are coming back. And this I think Astra Astra appears at that moment over your shoulder and says, "You know what? I as much as I gave you grief about it, maybe we should try the Ricky, the the ode to Ricky." No. Do you think? I mean, it can't hurt. <sighs> okay, then. Or can it? Astra, you can't laugh and. I don't think they can laugh, but maybe this will will do it. So, working on trying to put this together for some ancient Earth melodies. There was a pilot in Starfleet, and Ricky was his name. Oh, R I C K Y, R I C K Y, R I C K Y, and Ricky was his name. Oh, yeah. And he flew his captain and made him puke. And Ricky was his name. Oh, and then it goes back to that chorus. And then it, the, the next <laughs> next stanza, he crashed his ship into fish. And Ricky was his name. Oh, goes back into the R I C K Y. And the last one I have, I'm stuck after this was. Um, he was he was moved to sick bay and found a cure. And Ricky was his name. Oh, and then. And I'm still trying to research more about him. Astra just looks at you, not sure what to say, and eventually eventually just says, I'm going to erase the last 30 seconds of my memory. Um, Did we lose any spores? No. Thank Unfortunately, God. we gained 0.05% more. Oh, did you record that? We can play it for him. I, I do have a recording of that, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Astra's gonna like remove all of the hollow emitters from the the room where all the spores are kept, so she can never go there again. Ever again. 
<laughs> but yeah, that is uh, okay, as we that, zoom... was, that was amazing. Yeah, I wow. do got to give you props for that here. In fact, you know what? You know, Chad, Chad is right. I do think that deserves momentum. So I'm going to set you guys to start <laughs> next session at two momentum. And if I forget, just tell me I'm an idiot and that you should have two momentum. No one's ever going to forget this. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's what we'll call the session for the evening. What did you guys think? That was great. Very good. Oh, Very that was good. great. Tense. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't have anybody's head explode. Yet. <laughs> oh, See? Mine can't explode. It's contained in the helmet. They got a point. Reinforced. Yeah, if it starts to explode, we'll just tighten the helmet. Yep. In fact, you know what? I'll even give you this, and you can call it an advantage or whatever else. I'll give you an additional one resistance to non-lethal damage in your head <laughs> as long as you are wearing that helmet. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Small benefit. Plus one die to seduction attempts because you look all suave. There you go. All right. Well, uh, Twitch, stick around because we're going to rate some YouTube. Thanks very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, YouTube.